Welcome back, my fellow creatives, to another episode of Story Cuppings, our limited series in Story Cuppings, known as Blondie's Books. My daughter is here. Say hello. Hello. And Blondie is here recommending, over the course of 12 days, 12 podcasts, 12 episodes, 12 days, whatever, uh, that uh, some different middle grade reading recommendations that uh, of stories that she has loved, lived, lived, and she's been bugging me to read, and I'm going, I don't have time, I'm old, and then she's all, make time, and then I decided, you know what, let's make time. So that's what we're doing this month. We have been making time, exploring the different stories that she loves a lot. And I thought, how awesome would it be to share them with you? Because if there's a young reader in your life, and you don't really know what kind of book to get them, now you got some ideas, don't they? Yes. Okay, so now this particular book has no dragons, correct? Nope. It has a reptile in it. Okay, so it has a reptile. Does the reptile go on adventures? No. Well, sort of, but not really. So is this a fantasy? Mm, more of a realistic one. Okay. Um, it's like the wolf one. It's like wolf. So a mystery. Yes. Okay, so we're dealing with a mystery featuring a reptile? A crocodile. Oh, so or an alligator. So what's this one called? Unplugged by Gordon Corman. Okay. And this isn't the first book of his you've read, is it? No, I've read The Unteachables too. Okay. So uh, was that a mystery as well? Not really. It was just a, a book. It was a good book. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, let me take that back. It wasn't a fantasy or a mystery. It was just it was, contemporary it was fiction. Like a, yeah. Okay. All right. Nope. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. No shade. Hey. You write whatever genre you want to. Or if it's just a piece of contemporary fiction, that's fine too. Yeah. I'm so used to you picking fantasies, so it throws me off when it's not a fantasy book. Yeah. So, all right, that's cool. All right, so let's dive into the first chapter of Unplugged. Yes, chapter one, Jet Baranoff. Wait, 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 wait. Why do we have a name right under the chapter? Because that's where the point of view is. Oh, so are there multiple points of view in the story? Yes. Do, are Like a lot or just a few? A few, maybe four-ish. Do we get the point of view of the reptile? No. Oh. Fine. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, Gordon. I'm all right, Mr. Corman, sir. I, I will take it. I will accept it. There is, it is really cute. It's a baby. Oh. His name is Needles. Aww, that's a cute name. Okay. All right, I, for, I forgive. Okay. All right. First chapter from the point of view of Jet. Matt says I should see the majestic beauty of the American Southeast if I'd bother to glance out the window. So I glance. Clouds are a port. I've got all the majestic beauty I need right here. I've got a private plane cruising at 28,000 feet. I've got two flight attendants who bring me snacks and sodas every time they, th they think I look hungry or thirsty. I've got super fast internet, even though we're flying way above any cell network. 
My phone connects to a system of satellites. Thanks to a tiny chip designed by Fuego, the tech company started by my father. Right now, the screen shows the selfie I just took, slightly enhanced using Fuego's state-of-the-art editing software. I add a caption, jet on a jet. If that's not meme-worthy, I don't know what is. With a swipe, I upload it to the Fuego app. Matt rolls his eyes when the image appears on his screen. He follows all my social media, but he's not my buddy. But he's not a buddy. Warden might be a better word, or at least babysitter. My father, Matt's boss, put him in charge of keeping me out of trouble. That might be the hardest job in Silicon Valley right now. Quantum computing is patty cake compared to with trying to make me do something I don't want to. Okay, pause. Well. <laughs> this character is quite the no-nonsense, I'm gonna do what I want. Hmm. You know, you have moments like that. Mm, what? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I can see why you connected to this character. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, plead the fifth. But no, what we do what I do love is you barely got past the first page and I love books where the narration is just oozing with personality. And granted that can be really tough to do if it's a third person narrator. I mean cuz you don't want the the third person prose to be taking away from the characters we are focusing on. But since this narration is first person from one of the characters, is it always first person with the point of view of the different characters? Yes. Okay. That can be quite the challenge. And I know we won't have a chance. We always just look at the first chapter. But I am going to give Mr. Corman all the kudos for taking on that approach because when it comes to creating a clear voice of a character in the writing, that's already a big challenge to make sure it doesn't always sound like you. But to be doing that on multiple fronts with multiple with multiple first person points of view, it's hard. It's extremely hard. And let me ask you, Blondie, when you were reading this, um, you know, when you read the whole book. Did it feel like you weren't sure who was talking? No. And that's a big, that's a big accomplishment. I, I, I have read, okay, I'll, I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. When I was going through the dystopian uh, phase, um, when I read the Divergent trilogy and that last book, Allegiant, is supposed to be two different points of view, they both sounded the same. And it just, it, it, when you have to keep double checking at the chapter heading, who is talking, that's not cool. I mean, you want your readers to have a clear understanding of who is who. And I read, and don't worry, we're getting back to it because I want to hear more about this guy because this kiddo sounds like a hoot and a half uh, in Unplugged. Uh, Jet is his name? Yes. But there was a, uh, a different book I read with multiple points of view that I thought was done extremely well. And I read it earlier this year. Oh yeah. Meddling Kids by Edgar Quintero. That you're getting all the different points of view of um, three or four characters. And you know who's who every time. The voice changes slightly. Word choices change slightly. 
to better befit that particular personality. And again, that can be extremely hard. And I don't think every writer should do it. I really don't. I don't trust myself with that yet. I, I've tried it and it's hard. Um, I mean, I, I pull off two points of view in my novel Chosen, but that was still a bugger. And I, I can't fathom trying to do it with any bigger of a group of characters. And here he does it with four or five? Mm-hmm. Yowza! So now you're saying I'm going to have to read this book to better understand how to separate voice and character. Yes. And he also does it with Unteachables, too. It's like seven. Seven? Holy free holy! Okay. All right. Well, let's let's get back into this book. Now I know what I've got to be reading next year. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, back to it. Let's get back to Jack. That kind of point of point of pride with me. <laughs> That's kind of a point of pride with me. Jet on a jet? He challenges. Really? Sixty grand a year for the finest schools, and that's the best you can come up with? It's insightful commentary on my life. I insist. Dad loves this plane more than he loves me. He even named me after it. And the extra T stands for trouble. Matt adds, quoting my father's often repeated comment. Yes, the famous Vladimir Baranov, billionaire, billionaire founder of Fuego, cracks dumb, ja- cracks dumb dad jokes all, like all the other fathers. The plane's official name is Del Fuego. Our forty-acre compound in Silico, <coughs> our forty-acre, bleh, I can't talk today. Our forty-acre compound, compound in Silicon Valley is known as Casa Del Fuego. You get the picture. I've named my toilet the Fuego Bowl. Back- oh my heavens. <laughs> what? This is a boy, right? Yes. Okay, well that explains it. <laughs> okay. Back in December, I set off a bunch of cherry bombs in it to see if I could trigger the fuego detector in the hall. Verdict? Success. As <laughs> found out that our whole house is outfitted with emergency sprinklers. Vlad was pretty ticked off about that. How was I supposed to know? My family's all about fuego, not agua. Da 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 da. Oh my goodness, this kid is a card, and probably really is, you know, tea for trouble because he sounds like it. All right. Well, let's keep hearing more. What's going on? Why are they even in this jet? Come to think of it, that was what. That was just about when Matt began spending a lot more time in the company of his boss's son. <clears throat> Matt Luganis, I think, started out as a high-flying young programmer at Fuego. Lately, though, his job seems to be a keeper. I feel a little bad about that. Matt signed on with Fuego to change the world, not to ride with me in the limo to school to make sure I actually get there, or to be an extra chaperone at the Halloween dance to prevent a repeat of last Halloween dance. When I hired a local motorcycle ga- motorcycle gang to ride their Harleys into the gym. There were a lot of tall 8th graders last year, so it took a couple of minutes for the teachers to realize that the newcomers weren't actually students. Hey, I'm just having fun! Sometimes you have to work at it. It's harder than it looks, you know. I have a saying, fertilizer, meet fan. I originally had another word for the first part, but it got me kicked out of my private school. My third in three years, by the way. My mother... My mother flew all the way back from Ulaanbaatar to straighten things out, starting with me. Oh, wow. So this... Hmm. And and as fun as this kid sounds, at the same time... And, and the, uh, this could just be the parent 
reader in me where I'm going, oh, that poor young man. Um, but it, there, it's true. When, when you're seeing a kid who makes a point that often of messing around, you know, you know who that kind of reminds me of too, Blondie? Your brother Bash. Ah, oh, yeah. Where, you know, you're doing all sorts of hijinks and it gets you attention. Not really the best kind of attention, though. And honestly, it's kind of something like Jet may not really understand the difference between good attention or bad attention. And again, that could just be me being, oh, the mother. Um, but I am, I, I, I do seriously wonder. And, and I'm hoping, is the, you know, that Jet, you don't have to give anything away, Blondie, but as you continue to read the story, does Jet continue to pull all sorts of troublesome hijinks or does he kind of change his approach to things in the beginning yes but it but he gradually understands more later on in the story so he does have a great little character arc of change and that's important that's important for a young reader to see where they where they are able to experience with a character that you know that important kind of growth um of development of understanding what it means to have positive relationships with others to get that experience that and understand that through another character helps them better apply it to their own lives which is why middle grade fiction is so very important it can teach kids so much through entertaining them with stories and so this sounds like this could be a, if you have a kiddo like bash my my, my kiddo uh who, who he's not quite old enough for this yet he's getting there bash is getting there but he refuses to read any books without any pictures in it they'll get there you just got to give him another year or two you used to be like that too you really only started reading words without uh, words without pictures books without <laughs> pictures in the last couple of years kiddo so that it takes a while. Give him a chance, okay? And now you'll have all sorts of awesome stories to share with your brothers, okay? All right. So let's hear. We've got time for just a little more of Jet's uh, shenanigans here. Okay. Vlad says I really need. What I really need is to find some friends. That's also harder than it looks. People expect me to be a stuck-up rich kid, so they stay away. Whatever. I've gotten pretty good at lone wolfing. Too good, some people think. Bay Area Re- Weekly just named me Silicon Valley, mo- Silicon Valley's mo- number one spoiled brat. Remember, we're talking about California. Think of all the other spoiled brats I had to beat out for that title. Vlad always says I should aim for the best. Besides, I've always got Matt. He's 27, but he still counts as a friend. I mean, I think he'd still hang out with me even if his his boss didn't tell him to. Yeah, right. I'm sure if he. Yeah, right. I'm sure you can think of a million things you'd rather do. Well, that does share a lot right there. We were just talking about it. You know, whatever we're doing to get attention, which isn't always the best thing to do. And it's sounding like one of the reasons he's doing that is because he's lonely. And that's a tough thing for a kid to really admit to, too. We got a little bit more. We got a little bit more time here. The pilot makes an announcement to fasten our seatbelts and turn off all electronics. As usual, I ignore both messages. Matt's exasperated. Your name may be Baranov, but your head can split open the same as anybody else's. So I sigh and fasten my seatbelt. 
but I pull a blanket over my lap so Matt won't see. When we're on the tarmac and they open the door to let us out, the blast of heat and humidity nearly knocks me back into the galley. What is this place? The Amazon jungle? Matt grins right in my face. Welcome to Arkansas. No, seriously, I tell him. He saw him. This is Little Rock, Arkansas. We're, we've still got a three-hour drive ahead of us from here. To where? The moon? He reaches back and pulls me down the stairs to the tarmac. Listen, Jet, the sprinkler thing was bad enough. When the floors warped, your poor father had to get the replacement wood important from, spe- from special sadars in Lebanon. <coughs> My science teacher says a cherry bomb has more than a gram of flash powder, I explain. Sue me for being curious. Matt's not done yet. Was it curiosity that made you drive that go-kart off of Fisherman's Wharf? Lucky for you, I was able to kill the story before it went viral on Twitter. But when you pulled that little stunt with the drone... Well, you can't blame me for that. I was just trying to get a few aerial shots of Emma Loudermilk's pool, pool party. The problem is, the problem was that sitting between my house and hers is the San Francisco airport. Fertilizer? Meet fan. That wasn't my fault, I defend myself. How was I supposed to know that the Air Force was going to scramble fighter planes to shoot down one little drone? Or that the pieces were going to break so many windshields in that parking lot? Don't act so surprised. Surprised, Matt tells me firmly, steering toward steering me towards the terminal building. This isn't the first time your antics got you a little too much attention and you had to lie low for a while. Yeah, I Yeah, I agree. But lying low is a couple of weeks on the river or maybe Bali. Not Arizona. Arkansas, he corrects me. So who's going to know if the two of us get back on the plane, fuel up, and fly some someplace decent? Remember that private surf island off of Australia where everyone gets their own chef? He cuts me off. Forget it, Jet. Your dad's right on top of this. This place we're going has a va- has a waiting list. He had to pull a lot of strings to get us get us in this summer. <sighs> waiting list, huh? I like the sound of that. In Silicon Valley, if you don't have to pull strings to get into something, it probably isn't worth getting into. What is it? Some sick new resort? And then they put and then they put it in Arkansas to scare away the uncool people? He smiles. Something like that. Come on, the Range Rover's waiting for us. Oh, man, this kid's got some attitude issues to deal with. No, no hate on Arkansas. Arkansas is great. Granted, I haven't been there in a long time. But, you know, Wisconsin gets the same thing, so. Yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin gets about just as much. That's not where, that's not where cool people go. But, hey, Wisconsin's full of all sorts of cool things. We got fireworks and cheese. Badgers. And badgers. And and big hills that if you slide off of them, you might die. Yeah. So, hooray for the states people don't visit much. (laughs) Yay! All right, let's go. I'm encouraged, but something about his cake-eating grin makes me uneasy. Especially when I see the car, which is splashed with mud and pockmarked in a dozen places. This isn't the kind of Range Rover from the rap songs. It's the kind you ship to Africa to drive over the elephant poop. It's ten times hotter inside and it's ten times hotter inside the car than outside it. The air conditioning isn't broken. It just doesn't exist. The driver is either named Buddy or wants us to be consider him our buddy. I'm not sure which. He assures us we don't need air conditioning. A certain amount of sweating is good for you, he calls over the engine's roar. That's part of the program, to keep your skin pores open. You're cooler in the long run. Program? I ask Matt suspiciously. He just shrugs. 
The breeze feels like it's coming from the from a hairdryer set on a fricochet. But after an hour on the road, I don't even care that I'm sweat drenched from head to toe. Where are we? I hiss. How much worse is this going to get? We're on our way, he insists, to the uh resort. But he doesn't look too happy either. Maybe it's maybe the bumpy two lane road is messing with his stomach. No resort I ever went to had an approach like this. Shouldn't we have gone by helicopter or float plane? He shakes his head. This place is really remote. Tell me about it. We haven't seen a solitary soul in 20 miles that didn't have feathers or four legs. This resort is, has a waiting list? I'd hate to see the one nobody wants to go to. Another hour goes by. The scenery doesn't change. Standing by the side of the road, a deer looks at me as we pass by. I swear there's pity in, his, in its eyes. There are signs that talk about towns, but we never see any. By this time, I'm not just phys physically miserable and bored out of my mind. I'm also starving. I'd give a thousand preferred shares of Fuego stock for a bag of Doritos. Lola, the luxury of the Gulf Stream feels like it's like it happened in another lifetime. A way better one. Finally, in three hours, we get there. I look around for trappings of a vacation hotspot. Palm trees, towering water slides, gleaming hotel buildings. Nothing. There's a small sign by the main entrance. The Oasis of Mind and Body Wellness. Okay, we're going to have to stop here because we're a little over time. I know, I know, honey. It's, it's funny, Paul. Uh, but we, we, we can't. We're at our time. Uh, what? Well, how fast is the funny part coming? Um, oh, two pages. Okay. Well, where does where can you start the funny part? Um. um okay. And the whole and this whole wellness thing? I'm not sick. We're all sick, comes a rich female voice, smooth as melted caramel, from behind the counter. In fact, the moment we're born, we immediately begin dying. Picture the most intimidating woman you've ever seen. Like the like a supermodel like a supermodel on the body of one of those female wrestlers in the WWE. The figure who stands up from her chair must be six foot four, yet she carries herself with cat like ease and grace. She has a huge pale grey eyes that are close to silver. Her hair is almost silver, too. What there is of it. It's close-cropped. I swear it's shorter than mine. I'm so tempted to stare at her that I have to look away. Uh, hi, Matt says, clearly thrown. I'm Matt Luganis, and this is Jet Baranoff. Checking in. I envy you, the lady informs us in, in that almost musical tone. No part of this journey is ever quite so eye-opening as the first step. I'm Ivory Novus. I'm in charge of the meditation here. Meditation? I echo. This is the oasis of mind and body wellness. We heal the body through diet and exercise. The mind, on the other hand, is a more complicated instrument. The valves of a trumpet can be oiled. Only meditation can tune the mind. Huh? I've heard of math teachers and English teachers, I tell her. But meditation teachers? That's a new one. Here at the oasis, we say pathfinder, not teacher. I cannot plant inf information inside your head. I can merely show you the path to understanding. Every time Ivory Novus opens her mouth, a lot of serious weirdness comes out. I blurt, you know what's, you know that waiting list? Is it, in, is it to get in or to get out? Ivory laughs and holds out her hand. Matt moves to shake it, but that's not what she has in mind. Your phones, gentlemen, she tells us. A great fear clutches at my heart. What about them? You have to turn them in, Ivory explains like it's one of the most obvious things in the world. It's that one strict rule of the Oasis. No electronics. On the path to wellness, 
I've only, the only screen you need is, is the vast blank slate of your imagination. I'm psyched. Finally come to the part where Matt tells this Wonder Woman on steroids where she can stick her oasis. So it's a blow when I see him hand over his beloved F phone like it's nothing. Okay! <laughs> yep, this kid's got some growth to do, go through. My Wonder goodness. Woman on steroids. Yeah, Wonder Woman on steroids. That'll, that'll do it. Okay. So. Uh, for those who want a little mystery, want to have characters who go through some change and be able to study some really well done, different points of view and in first person. Funny parts. And some funny parts. Wonder Woman on steroids. <laughs> then Unplugged is definitely a story for you. Thank you for. She has a cute alligator. Okay. She's very cute on the cover. Uh, thank you for sticking through with us on this uh, slightly longer episode. Uh, kiddo, what are we reading next? Cats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, read on and share on and write on, my friends. Cheers.